I think like the people are mad as hell. And they can't take I it anymore. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and what are they sending in? I They were sending in the... Don't play the full of crap one. <laughs> uh, I'm cute. <laughs> play the cavalry. Play okay. the cavalry, Kevin. Let's see what we have. All right. There you go. It was a little. The cavalry's fighting. They're all in trouble. There's going to be a competitive two party system in Albany. Beautiful. And now who do we have? We have former NYPD Police Commissioner Bill Bratton on the line with us right now. There's so many issues going on here in New York City. One of them, shoplifting. John, you know this all too well. Shoplifting. We we had a $10,000 reward today, and we had a big press conference today because they held up one of our stores, tied up our managers, Mm -hmm. and they they only stole $3,000. But we, we're we offering a $10,000 reward because even his own grandmother's going to turn him in. Uh, Commissioner Bratton, um, how do you feel about what's going on in New York City and what can be done about it? I know that's a broad uh, question. I think, like all of you, uh, very upset about it. But in my case, I'm particularly upset about it because uh, I focus most of my adult professional life on turning around the crime situation in this city in Los Angeles and did it successfully. And the legislature in less than two years basically screwed up 25 years of progress. And what happened in John's uh, store uh, is just the latest example of how how out of control the crime situation is becoming, not only in New York, but in the country. John, was uh, it in the middle of the day that that happened? No, it happened at 11 o'clock at night. uh, Two adult uh, male blacks came in with guns, put the guns to the manager's head. And could you imagine what he was thinking about? He was probably thinking about... Uh, uh, what happened in Burger King. I mean, they just shot that poor girl. Right, because she couldn't do it fast and enough. And then, then I understand they tied him up. With zip ties. And which, uh, that means that elevates uh, the the crime up to a higher uh, degree. I mean, uh, uh, Commissioner Bratton, uh, does that elevate the, uh, to the task force or something? Well, it certainly elevates the fear that the two, uh, I guess there were two employees involved, maybe more. But the uh, idea of this occurred, I understand it's stored at 89th and Lex, a uh, very busy area, at what, something like 10 o'clock at night. No, it's just the latest example of the unraveling of uh, norms of behavior and decency here in New York that are fueling the crime crises, that people feel they can get away with anything now. And that's reflected in the fact that crime is up 42% this year over last year. And last year was up over the previous year. Uh, transit, it's up 68%. Bill, this is Pete King. On, on, numbers. Bill, on the transit numbers. crime, if I can just ask wow. you for a second. I, I want Eric Adams to succeed. I don't think he helped himself by somehow blaming the transit co- uh, crime on cops looking at their phones and encouraging people to go to the subways and take pictures of well, the cops. Well, I'm going to pl- play exactly what Mayor Adams said, so let's let's hear what he said. You know, you walk downstairs and you see five transit officers standing at the booth looking at their phones. Just can't. We just can't continue to do that. We are going to start taking very aggressive actions to make sure police are patrolling our subway system and not patrolling their iPhone. And if you see it, send me a picture. Let me know. Because I go to that, that district the next day and see exactly what's happening. Hmm. What do you think, Commissioner Bratton, about Mayor well, Adams? As you know, I've been a strong supporter of the mayor in terms of the positions he's taking. This is one where uh, I think uh, uh, a misstep on his part. 
Uh, I introduced those iPhones in 2015. They are not like your iPhone or my iPhone. These are uh, phones that connect those offices to every uh, conceivable piece of information in the NYPD. How do you think we got in touch with 35,000 cops instantly after the shooting on the subway? With those iPhones, they constantly are receiving information. They're required to enter information constantly into those phones. The issue is uh, training, training the officers that when there are two of them, no more than one of them should be on the phone while the other is constantly still scanning, looking for danger to themselves, danger to the public. So I think where the mayor was coming from, uh, he was frustrated seeing this, but not fully understanding or appreciating that it's a training issue and that the essential essentiality of those phones, those things, those phones are incredible devices. They're much more powerful than anything you or I are carrying, and they're intended to be that way. The police commissioner can instantly reach all 35,000 cops through those phones when they're looking for somebody. If we had them in 2014, we might have prevented the murders of Officer Detectives Ramos and Luke if we could have sent out the information on the guy we are looking for at that time. So, no, I think uh, a mistake uh, on the mayor's part, which he's dealing with the unions now. The unions came out uh, uh, right off the gun, as you might imagine. We should be taking photographs of the uh, the criminals rather than uh, the right. police. And, uh, Commissioner Bratton, do you think if a cop is looking down at his phone, that somehow is enabling the crime that's occurring down down uh, underground? I mean, we got a 68% increase. I highly doubt that has anything to do with the cop looking down at the phone. The reality is he might be getting information about a crime that just occurred and that suspect that they're looking for. So basically looks down, gets the picture of the suspect description. Then he can look up and start looking around for that individual. No, these, these are alert devices to keep the officer informed about what's going on around them. You know, also safety devices to allow the officer to very quickly get information out when they're uh, uh, seeking assistance. No, that uh, this was a, an unusual misstep for the mayor on this one. And uh, uh, the cops are not going to be happy about it. They don't like the idea of people photographing them anyway. That, uh, but this way now in encouraging them to send in photos. There'll be a lot of those photos because those cops are on those phones all the time. And understandably, you can understand why they're on those phones all the time. Commissioner, it's Ed Cox. You know something about uh, taking care of crime in subways. How do you make the public feel safe in the subways? What has to be done to, to accomplish that? Well, the uh, public needs to see the officers taking action against the uh, uh, there's only seven major crimes a day, and I'm talking robberies, et cetera, in the subways, three female riders. But there's tremendous amounts of disorder that uh, the public witnesses. The fare evasion is a prime example. The authority loses hundreds of millions of dollars a year to that offense, and they need to see the officers taking action against that. But the officers rightfully feel that if they take action, they're not going to be supported. The district attorneys won't prosecute those minor crimes. So the world's turned upside down. We solved this problem in the 90s, and our legislature in 2019 screwed it all up. Uh, the mayor's got an uphill struggle. We all have an uphill struggle against the Looney Tunes up in Albany and in the city council uh, who refuse to recognize, to correct this crime situation in New York. We're going to have to start basically uh, punishing people because if you don't, they're going to feel they can get away with anything, like robbing one of John's stores at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night, uh, or basically assaulting people on the streets 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it is outrageous that this city has got a 42% increase in crime, 68% increase in the subways, and the shoplifting you're talking about, nothing happens to them. Repeated offenses, nothing happens to them. 
Uh, as you know, I've been very supportive of giving judges more power and discretion, but looking at some of the decisions some of these judges have made, that uh, I'm worried about that aspect of it also. We've got too many judges that just don't want to put people in jail. Judge yeah, Weinberg? Unfortunately, a lot, of pe- a lot of people need to go to jail. That's the reality of it. Yeah. Commissioner, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg, sir. Uh, I think, l- let me address two points. Number one, I think you have to have changes in so-called bail reform law. They keep saying they need statistics, they need data, data, data. You've presented the data. You've made a compelling case. It's up to the legislative leaders in Albany to change that law. That's, that's number one. And going to the judges, I don't defend all judges, but I will tell you, under that bail reform law, number one, as you know, judges can't hold somebody in based on dangerousness, only on likelihood of uh, returning well, well, for prosecution. Judge, you're familiar with the issue of what is one of the most egregious crimes that can occur, having your home broken into. Absolutely. In, in this state, a judge is not allowed to set bail for that crime. That is one of those crimes where they automatically have to release them. And when you start looking at the NYPD statistics on the huge number of repeat offenders, they estimate that uh, uh, that there's some small number of individuals who are responsible for about 30% of the burglaries in the city. We used to have a formula that I think still holds true, the 10% formula. 10% of the criminals commit 50% of the crime. 10% of the locations are where 50% of the crime occur, and 10% of the victims are victimized 50%. So the repeat offenses against domestic violence, that uh, uh, there is a relatively small number of people out of 8.5 million who are committing these crimes, but they just do not want to punish them. If you There's 3,000, we understand behavior. from the current commissioner, 3,000 criminals Violent. are committing violent crimes and they're in the streets, and if we got rid of those 3,000, that our, our city will be safe again. Well, what you also have to look at is the mess at Rikers. This, this government has consciously let Rikers run into uh, deterioration. The previous administration right. uh, did not hire three classes of correction officers in a row. So what's one of the excuses for not putting more people in Rikers? We don't have enough corrections officers. The mayor and his budget is now going to have to retroactively hire 800 more officers. But that was a crisis created by the previous administration. The deterioration of uh, uh, conditions at the jail was significantly uh, better during the COVID uh, epidemic, where they let out thousands of inmates, many of whom are mentally uh, disturbed, unfortunately. And that's a lot of what you see walking the streets in New York. What this crisis has been created by our government. It didn't just happen. We created it. We created, created it. We created and, it. Um, I met with Martin Hasner today from the Liberal Party, and he's appalled that these people call themselves quasi-liberals, and they're not liberals. They're regressives, regressives. And uh, we're going to challenge them, and, and uh, he plans to challenge them. Uh, thank you so much, Bill Bratton, for everything you've done for our, our city and our country and continue to do. God bless you, and, and God bless the thank work you, you're doing. Thank you, John, and your co-host, Ed. Nice talking with all of you. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Bye.